So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And you know, one of the main focuses that we have here on this podcast is helping you quit porn, helping you get free of porn addiction and resolve the root issues. And we we really can only cover so much ground in a daily episode where that uh, sorry daily podcast rather where the episodes are you know ten to fifteen minutes long typically with obviously one interview uh, on a weekly basis that's a bit longer. So one of the things that we've started doing is free trainings, uh, a little bit more extended, kind of thirty to thirty five minute trainings with some free coaching and a question and answer kind of period afterwards. And that goes down in a private Facebook group called Deep Clean Inner Circle. So if you are in recovery and you're looking for some help beyond this podcast, maybe maybe you're, you're hearing some things in the podcast, you're like, this is good, but I think my situation might be different or I don't know how to apply this personally. Deep Clean Inner Circle is going to be a place for you to do that. I am in there regularly, so I'll reply to questions, comments, all that kind of stuff. But then, like I said, we do trainings where you can actually speak to me real time. And I can see how I can help you. So the link is in the show notes, or you can just find it on Facebook. It's called Deep Clean Inner Circle, and I'd love to see you there. Now, today we're talking about the first thing that you should do in recovery. And specifically, you know, we're talking about what it might look like for you if you've just begun. The, the first thing that really you should do to get started. Now, if you're like me, I, I see a title like that where it's like maybe the first thing you should do to be a better husband. Uh, you know, the first thing you should do when you when you start a marriage. That's probably a little bit more of a realistic um, headline. So I'll read that. I'll be like, well, I'm three years married. I wonder if I did the thing I was supposed to do, you know, so I'll go back and watch. So anyways, all this to say is whether you're just starting in recovery or maybe you've been in recovery for a while, I think you're going to find this useful. Now, I actually mentioned two episodes ago in our, our episode um, about with great responsibility comes great power. I talked about how we would kind of do a follow-up, and that's what today's episode is, and you're going to see why in just a moment here. But, you know, when you start in recovery, you can listen to podcasts like this one, you can read blogs, you can read books like mine, you can do a program like ours, you can listen to some other stories, talk to some friends, talk to pastors and leaders, those are things I did. You can do all of those things, and you should do all of those things. They're all part of recovery. But I can honestly say that whether you were a nine-year-old kid who had just started watching porn and could, you know, I don't know, maybe your parents intervened and wanted you to get help. You're 99 years old and you know that your your time is ticking, but you don't want this in your life before you, you graduate to heaven or you're somewhere in the middle <clears throat> and you know that you need to get porn out of your life. There's honestly one thing I can say that I would, I would guarantee this is going to help whether you're nine, 99 or somewhere in between. And it's not particularly practical at first. It becomes practical eventually. But what we're really talking about is a mindset. Um, What we're talking about is an attitude, an approach. And it is simply this, taking responsibility. 
the first thing you should do in recovery is take responsibility. There is a reason that this is like, this is actually baked into the 12-step framework. And, um, you know, I'm not a huge proponent of the 12-step framework. I don't have anything against it either. It's just not my preferred style of recovery. But one thing that I do give them credit for is they really, really instill a sense of responsibility in its participants. And you would be wise to do the same in your recovery journey. So here's what it means. It means that we're no longer going to say, yeah, well, you know, I mean, the internet. If it weren't for the internet, I don't think this problem would even exist. It means we're not going to blame it on our wife not giving us sex as much as we'd like. Yeah, you know, I just I just have a high sex drive and she's got a low sex drive and it's just, you know, when she doesn't want to have sex, then, well, you know, I mean, what, a, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm a guy, right? I mean, we got to, you know, we got to find a way to make things work. Um, no, that's not your only option. And if you take responsibility for the situation, you will find other options. I can pretty much guarantee it. <clears throat> um, you know, it means that we're, we're not going to wait for the porn industry to, to shut down or for, you know, access to porn sites to actually become uh, only accessible for adults, consenting adults. We're not going to wait for those shifts. We're not going to wait for things externally to, to change because when we take responsibility, what we are saying is I'm... I'm in charge now and I'm going to identify the things that I can control, the things that I'm responsible for, and then I'm going to make the most of them. I'm going to act on them accordingly. See, when, when you um, abdicate your responsibility, you become dependent on things that are beyond your control. And when you are dependent on things that are beyond your control, it is impossible for you to affect any meaningful change in your life. The only way that you can actually persistently and consistently achieve lasting change in your life is by taking responsibility for the elements that contribute to it. So the first thing that you should do in recovery, whether you've been in it for 35 years or 35 minutes, is take responsibility. Identify the things that are rightfully yours, the decisions, the feelings, the actions, the emotions, the thoughts the paradigms, the perceptions, the relationships, the environment, everything that is within your control, you should be identifying them and asking yourself, how do I make a change? How do I bring about a difference? This is the starting point of recovery. I still remember, I'll, I'll never forget it. You know, I, I was just starting to adapt this mindset. And I I was starting to, it, it was really cool actually because I think before I was really going quite aimlessly, just hoping that a leader or a friend would give me a resource and I would go read the resource or download the resource or buy the resource or listen to it, watch it. And I would hope that, that you know, it would bring change because I, I honestly, I didn't know what else to do. And I was starting to realize this thing of like, wait a minute, why am I so dependent? Why am I waiting for somebody else to spoon feed me this magic pill resource that is suddenly going to just turn things around? I'm going to take ownership right now. I'm not going to waste another minute. And so um, so I started to do that. You know, I started to kind of um, just adapt that mindset and, and it, it got me looking for things that I could change. And that was the really cool thing is when I actually made the decision in my heart, okay, I'm taking responsibility then everything else ensued. Like my brain naturally started to look for solutions and to think outside of the box and the normal paradigms that it was accustomed to. And I woke up one morning 
And it was like, I need to limit my social media access. Now, I didn't read a study that showed, you know, social media consumption fuels dopamine um, dependency or dopamine secretions, which leads to addiction. I, I didn't read any research on it. I didn't, um, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't get the idea from anybody else. Nobody had ever told me that before. In fact, the year was 2012. The year was 2012 when social media, like 2011 was Facebook's first profitable year. So like, you know, Facebook hadn't even really like become the, the mega tech giant that it is today. It was, it was big and it was mainstream. But, um, you know, we, we didn't even realize the perils of social media on our well-being at that point. But there was just something in me that was like, I have to limit my social media use. So I, at that point, this is in 2012, that's 10 years ago, I started just only going on social media about 10 minutes a day. And this was purely for consumption purposes. I'm actually probably on social media more often now. Um, more, well, yeah, definitely more than 10 minutes a day. Uh, but it's to post content and reply to comments. And, you know, I like DMing you guys in um, uh, on Instagram and that kind of thing. So it's a little bit different now. But, um, but the point is, I just had that idea because I took responsibility. And this is what happens when you, when you really start to acknowledge like, okay, I'm responsible for all of this then the solutions start to come in. And not only that, but you will actually start to identify what are the holes. Like what, what are the areas that are deficient that require some more attention? And, uh, and I'm telling you guys, this is really, really powerful stuff. And I can't promise those same things, but all I know is this, when you take responsibility, it is only a matter of time before you recover. I really, really mean that. You know, um, probably one of the biggest pitfalls that people fall into mid-recovery is they stop taking responsibility because sometimes what happens is people actually know too much they learn too much and so we start to create these boxes of like yeah well you know um because i have so many of these these traumas in my past i just know it's going to take more time well no there's no science behind that that's something we kind of assume right that's like sort of human rationale but there's no science that says the more severe the trauma, the longer it takes to heal. Again, that, that could even be a typical pattern, but why, why set that expectation? Why set that as, as the bar when, when maybe God wants to do a work overnight? Oh, well, there's somebody else in, in my group and you know he had a very similar situation, situation to mine. It took him this many years, so it's probably going to take me about the same. Well, we, again, this, these are not things we articulate out loud. These are just things that we think to ourselves as we're kind of embarking on a journey, right? Kind of subconsciously. And it's like, well, no, that's actually not how this works. You have no idea. And, and, and rather than, than trying to set these limits or these parameters or trying to abdicate the responsibility of like, yeah, this is, you know, time will just have to take its course. No, 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 you will have to take your action. That's what this is about. So, so don't, don't mistake it, you know, because I think people mid-recovery, like I said, they, sometimes they just, they know too much and they start to set these bars and these frameworks that really don't serve them at all. And in the process, they end up losing that sort of um, decisive action-taking responsibility that got them the progress in the first place. So the first thing you should do in recovery is take responsibility. And the thing that will keep you all the way through the recovery journey is continually taking responsibility. 
And you know what's really amazing? You're going to be totally shocked by this. After you recover and you make it to the other side, which you will, by the way, you will. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. To keep that freedom and to stay free long-term, it's crazy. This, you're probably not even going to believe this. You continue to take responsibility. I know, crazy, right? So this is a big deal. You know, We're hitting on this from a few different angles in, in the podcast this week because I'm convinced now more than ever that this is the gold. This is where things lie for people to not only begin the recovery journey, but to make it all the way through successfully. And that is what I want for you. So if you are struggling, you're in recovery, maybe you're like, Sathya, I'm just starting, but I know I need help. I don't want to spend the five years that you spent. I want to get clean much faster than that. Or maybe you're, you're years into recovery and you've tried a bunch of things. You still haven't found that, that sweet spot. Uh, what I want to encourage you is to get your hands on The Last Relapse. That's a, a book. It's just a blueprint that we provided for everybody um, to, to basically learn our system and tackle the root issues of their porn addiction as quickly as possible. You can get a free copy of it at thelastrelapsebook.com. And that is really going to help you get started on this journey. So I highly recommend it. After you download it, you're going to get redirected to a webinar that explains a bit about our system. You can just shut that down at that point if all you wanted was the book. But if you're really serious about recovery and you want to be part of a community and you want to uh, engage with our system and you want to get coaching from my team to help you along the way to resolve these root issues once and for all, then watch that video and then book a time in my calendar. We'll get a chance to chat and we'll see if, if your situation is a good match for what we're doing and if we can help you out. So no pressure, but all that can start at thelastrelapsebook.com. In the meantime, guys, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.